This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Novi Sad, Serbia. We've now been in Serbia for more than a week. We're having a terrific time driving around, seeing things. The people are incredibly nice. Interestingly, we've encountered a tremendous number of people who speak great English, which makes navigating the day-to-day life of eating in restaurants, dealing with hotels, going to the laundromat or the gas station, it makes it all incredibly easy. So it's nice to have a common language with so many folks. We don't encounter that convenience all that much, so it really has been a pleasure. Serbia is a beautiful country with delicious food, very nice people, terrific scenery. We've really enjoyed the towns that we have visited. I would have to give Serbia two big thumbs up. It's a European country that has lots of what other European countries have to offer, but at a fraction of the price. We've experienced very reasonable prices here, whether it's on the hotels or the food. It has all been less expensive than we expected. That has been a real bonus. We're very much enjoying our time in Serbia. It's time for your tech tip. There's a feature in some of the VoIP phone systems called Call Whisper. I started using that feature more than 10 years ago when I was using Vonage. Call Whisper can be set up in a number of different ways. For example, it can be used to whisper just before someone answers a call to whisper the name of the caller or even the keywords that the caller used when they searched to find the phone number online. Or it can be used to whisper the name of the office location that the caller called. For instance, if you have multiple offices, the system can whisper that the caller called your New York office instead of your Los Angeles office. That gives the person answering the phone a little bit of advance information before they get on the line. But call whisper can be used to do more. In fact, we didn't use it for any of the things that I've just mentioned, although I think those are valuable uses of the feature. We used Call Whisper to train people on our team using what are referred to as live whispers. We could listen in on a live call and we could whisper to our team member in real time as they were handling the call. We could help them out by providing the team member with the words that they needed to use to keep the call going smoothly. We used it frequently to train our new intake people. The caller might say something like, my husband is having sex with his brother, and our intake person would freeze in stunned silence, and we would calmly speak into their ear, and only our team member, not the caller, could hear us, and we would say something to our team member like, okay, breathe in. Now, say something like, tell me more about that, and the intake person would hear our words, and they would relax and use the words that we had just provided, and that would help them to get through the call and to help them become better at doing the job. Now, most of our whispering, it didn't involve that kind of drama. Mostly, we were helping intake people work through the process of scheduling a consult and giving the caller directions to the office, but you get the idea. We could whisper to the new intake employee and help them to get better and better to improve at doing their job. A well-timed whisper 
helped the newbie intake person get through the call, and it allowed them to seem experienced and professional to the caller. Call Whisper is a pretty nice phone system feature, and it will help you to coach your new team members to success. Now, we don't use Vonage anymore, but they still have the feature, and a quick Google search will show you that other companies provide it as well. My search revealed a company called JustCall.io. They have it, but Vonage is a pretty good provider as well. If you think whispering might help you to get your message through loud and clear, then look for that feature in your phone system, or if you need that feature, consider a switch. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. Why should a prospective client come to your law firm? Different law firms answer that question differently. I see a range of responses as I browse around the internet looking at lawyer websites. Some lawyers say they're affordable. Then I suppose that means that they beat the competition on price. Is that good? Well, I guess that depends on the prospective client's perspective. Do I want the cheapest defense? when I kill my spouse? Well, maybe I do. Do I want the cheapest defense for my speeding ticket? I guess I do, so long as I don't get convicted. Do I want the cheapest lawyer for my estate plan? Well, I'm not sure that I do. I guess it depends on how big my estate is. Now, other lawyers approach this differently. They try to stand out by saying that they are experienced. Well, do I want experience? Is that important if I'm a customer? I guess so. Experienced seems better than inexperienced, but I'll tell you this. When I'm browsing websites, and I drill down, I notice that some of those experienced lawyers, well, they have 20 years of experience, but other lawyers say they're experienced and they only have two years of experience. And when I drill down even further, I notice that some lawyers call themselves experienced and they don't specify how much experience they've got. I guess if they've done it before, then they consider themselves experienced. Experience is pretty subjective, and I suppose prospective clients will also view your experience subjectively. Excellence is another one of those things that pops up on lawyers' websites, and I think it's pretty subjective, too. I notice lots of lawyers claim excellence. What I don't understand is why, when I go look a little further, for instance, at their Google reviews, why is it that some of the excellent lawyers have lots of five-star reviews, but other excellent lawyers seem to have lots of one-star reviews. It makes you wonder if those excellent lawyers with the one-star reviews are really excellent. You know, I think that many prospective clients are less focused on affordability and experience and excellence. I think that many prospective clients think that what they want is the best lawyer. They're not looking for the most affordable lawyer or the most experienced lawyer or the most excellent lawyer. They want the best lawyer, but most lawyers won't say on their website or anywhere else that they are the best lawyer. 
I think that's because that sort of language gets into the murky ethics rules around making comparisons between yourself and the other lawyers. I'm not sure that even being able to say that you're the best lawyer would help all that much, because if you could judge it objectively, and you can't, but if you could, well, being the best is short-lived. Being the best, even if you're able to say that and scream it from the hilltops, being the best is something you can't maintain indefinitely. Once others understand what it means to be the best, well, they can copy it. They can improve upon it. They can be better than it. And you'd then be unable to call yourself the best. The best is a moving target. Even when we do know what that means, it's short-lived. The best computer gets passed by the next one that comes along and is even better. The best hotel gets passed by another one. The best restaurant, same thing. You get the idea. It's hard to stay the best, even if you can achieve it initially. The best car, the best computer, the best neighborhood, it's all changing, and it's always hard to keep that title. So, better than affordable, better than experienced, better than excellent, better than the best, a better approach is not to be the most affordable or the most experienced or the most excellent. A better approach is to be different. Doing it differently, being different is how you stand out in the marketplace. That's how you cement yourself in the minds of the people shopping in your marketplace. Being different separates you from everyone else. That means doing it differently or being a different kind of lawyer or giving clients different kinds of ideas. Being different that's the only ground that you can defend. When you're different, you can separate yourself. You can break away. You can be distinct. You can be remembered. That's the benefit of being different. But being different, it requires stepping outside of the mainstream. It means being alone by yourself. It's a lonesome place to be. And being different might result in you being ridiculed by your peers. It might result in you feeling embarrassed. Being alone is hard for many of us. Different and crazy, they can look the same at first. To be different is to be alone. And that's a hard place for lots of us to be. But being different, it gives you an advantage. It gets you noticed. It brings in the business. But it's so scary to jump into that space because you're never sure if being different is going to result in your success. Of course, you're never sure of success when you pursue the same path as your competitors. Deciding to follow that path of affordable and experienced and excellent, it's not a sure path to success, but following that same path, going down the same road as your competitors, being the same, well, it feels less risky. You are not alone. You can be comfortable even if your practice goes unnoticed. Stepping out, being different, distinguishing yourself, it's a difficult path to follow. But if that is your choice, then how do you find your way? Let's talk about some ways to be different, to step away from from the competition. Distinguishing yourself might be easier if you look at your negatives. Listen to your prospective clients and your clients. What do they see 
as the negatives of your business space? Do they think the prices are too high, that the profession adds too much conflict, that it has marginal ethics, that it lacks responsiveness to client needs? Well, if you are perceived as being too expensive or making things worse or being underhanded or taking forever to respond, well, what if you approach those things and do them differently? What if you embrace your negatives? What if your promise, your differentiator is found in your biggest negative? That's one way to step away from the pack. Or what if you were to do something polarizing? What if you create a marketing approach that earns hate from part of the market, but love from another part? What if you polarize the marketplace? Or what if you do more or less? What if you do way less than the competition or way more than the competition in some way that people care about? Right now, you are blurred together with your competitors. We all seem the same in the marketplace. We are indistinguishable in the crowd. So what is it about you, about your service, your offer, your story, your ideas, your attitude, your beliefs, your willingness to help, what is it that makes you stand out? It's really tough to be more excellent or more affordable or more experienced. What about being different? What if your name becomes synonymous with a different way, a different approach, a different path for your clients? That could be the way forward. Can you, by searching for differences, find a way to delight your clients in a way that's different than what all the others are able to do? Search for that difference. That's how you stand out. That's how you separate yourself. That's how you achieve success with your marketing. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Novi Sad, Serbia. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there. I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.